Mike, let's play paper, rock, scissors. We'll go three, two, one, shoot. Wait, paper, rock, scissors? Rock, paper, scissors. Paper, oh, scissors, rock. Rock, <laughs> scissors, paper, rock. <laughs> Everyone's favorite game. Scissors, paper, rock is my father. Okay. You ready? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one, shoot. Scissors. Scissors. Oh, darn it. All right. <laughs> three, two, one, shoot. Paper. Scissors. Oh. I'm the winner. <sighs> I now own the podcast. <laughs> I've assumed full control of Ungenius now. They were the rules that we'd set. Have fun writing the scripts each week. <laughs> you can have it back. <laughs> Loser writes scripts. So we have now taken part of an ancient tradition. This game has its roots traced back thousands of years. That is right. The first mention of the Acyconic game can be found in ancient Chinese writing, dating what we now call rock, paper, scissors, back to the Han Dynasty sometime between 206 BCE to 220 CE. It was then adapted in Japan, where letters were used to form the circular pattern that we're used to in the modern version. So A beats B, B beats C, C beats A, right? So you got rock beats scissors, scissors beat paper, paper beats rock. That's right. And by the 17th century, that infamous collection of items, paper, rock, scissors, scissors, paper, rock, rock, <laughs> paper, this dynamic was pretty set. Like you said, the relationship between the three is well understood. And by the 20th century, the game started showing up in places like Australia, Europe, and the United States. So that's a little history. But how does one go about exactly winning a round of rock, paper, scissors? Is it just luck? Well, in a perfect world where your opponents were always random in their selection of hand gestures, it would be impossible to gain an advantage over them. But turns out humans make bad computers and we aren't perfectly random. Oh, silly humans. I know. That said, there are strategies you can learn to be better at the game. An easy one is to study your opponent's hands. It's not difficult to predict when a rock will be used as the hand remains in the fist used to count down the game. So, you know, three, two, one, shoot, you would keep a fist the whole time. You could watch their fingers and see what they're doing. If someone starts to move their hand to open it up or to turn it, you may be more likely to see them play paper or scissors. Now, of course, you can play defensively, learning to open your hand at the last possible second as it comes down. I do like this, like, thinking of, oh, you can learn all of this stuff. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, but good luck learning it, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Good luck having those reaction times. Uh, I guess, though, if people do somehow become superhuman and can see all this stuff before it happens and make decisions, you could make the game harder by playing with your back to each other or with your eyes closed until the play is complete or something like that. Or do it over Skype on a podcast. Yeah, where I get to win. Ah. Win, win, win. Un, like undecidedly or decidedly completely destroy you you beat me one time we didn't even play best of three doesn't matter i won it's time for a break <laughs> you set the rules <laughs> this episode of ungenius is brought to you by mint mobile the folks who can cut your wireless bill to just 15 dollars a month do you think they use scissors for that mm, maybe maybe well it's a wireless bill you can't cut wireless things mm, interesting so they have this futuristic approach to wireless it's really cool they ship you your SIM card. You don't have to go into a store or anything with you know overhead and inflated pricing. It's really easy to get it set up. I've got one in my Android phone, and it's fantastic. 
So if you do walk into your wireless provider, you got to ask what you're paying for. There's lots of opportunities to take advantage of paying customers. And that's where Mint Mobile comes in. It provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on those retail locations and overhead and then pass those savings directly to you. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text, so you can stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Just choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigs of LTE data. You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Just ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash ungeniused. That's mintmobile.com slash ungeniused. Go there now to cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash ungeniused. Our thanks to Mint Mobile for their support of the show and all of Relay FM. As with any fun games, things with rock, paper, scissors sometimes get pushed to the extreme. extreme. For example, in 2006, a judge in Florida ordered opposing sides in a trial to settle an argument over the location of a deposition with a single round of rock, paper, scissors. How? I mean, does that mean the Supreme Court uses best out of three? This this has blown my mind. Like, I'm not a lawyer. Oh. But I assume... That if it does go to the Supreme Court, they do need to make it more extreme. Mm, so extreme. I would guess that best of three would be that. Or I don't know, maybe they use actual rocks and papers and scissors. <laughs> that could be really violent. Mm-hmm. Uh, two years ago, a referee in the Football Association Women's Super League was caught without a coin for the pregame coin toss. You have one job. One job, referee. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, come on. Carry a relay from Challenge Coin with you all the time. Oh, very nice. So... He had the captains for each team play paper, rock, scissors to determine who would have the first kickoff. Are you doing this purposefully now? What? Paper, rock, scissors? Paper, rock, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors? Scissors, paper, rock? But can you just not do it? I just, I get them out of order. Interesting. But anyway, I guess that's a pretty good way to, to solve the coin toss. I thought so too, but apparently his bosses did not. The league suspended him for three weeks as punishment for, quote, not acting in the best interest of the game. Well, I mean, look, the referee's supposed to uphold the rules. If the rules are flip a coin, kind of didn't do the job there. Yes. Really but he played scissors, rock, paper. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are the actual random human that we were, talk- we were talking about didn't exist earlier <laughs> on. There is one example that really takes the cake, though. In 2005, a Japanese CEO named Takashi Hashiyama was auctioning off a collection of paintings that included works by Picasso and Van Gogh. Both the auction houses Christie's and Sotheby's were interested, but Hashiyama wasn't completely impressed by either of them. That's where our game comes in. The two groups were unable to decide which one would bow out, so he made them play scissors, rock, paper to decide who could work with the $20 million deal. About his decision, he said, It probably looks strange to others, but I believe this is the best way to decide between two things which are equally good. What a beautiful way to put it. That is a poet. I know. So the two auction houses actually had a weekend to strategize their moves. <laughs> Christie's consulted a set of twin 11-year-old sisters whose father was a director at the company. They suggested scissors, saying that everyone expected rock straight out of the gate. The other company treated it as a game of chance, and their representative played paper, 
losing out on millions of dollars of commission revenue. That is a hardcore loss for a game of rock, paper, scissors. Also, twin 11-year-old girls, apparently the wisest people on the planet. I wonder if they were thinking, like, twins have apparently that connection. Mm. So they're like, well, if they play against each other, do they know who's going to play what? Oh, maybe. Let's go with that. I can't think of literally any other reason why. Or they were like, does anyone have kids? And this guy was, like, walking through (laughs) down the hallway, like, hey, hey, don't you have some kids? Like, bring them in here. You know, maybe it was like that. I really don't understand. So we're going to talk in a second about the fact that there has been comp- competition, right? Like, mm-hmm. like high-level competition for this uh, game. Why didn't any of these companies consult someone <laughs> who's done something like that, right? Surely you find an expert if $20 million is on the line. I don't know, man. They only had a weekend. But still, you can make some calls. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap this up. By talking about the USA Rock, Paper, Scissors League. It was a national competitive league for the game. The first champion was named in 2006 in a competition held in Las Vegas and aired on the A&E Network. They walked away with a $50,000 cash prize. It's pretty good. In 2007, this league hit the big time when they moved to ESPN2. And according to a very lightly sourced Wikipedia page... (laughs) Your kryptonite, right? <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm going to read about this. It's three sentences long. No. Uh, but apparently it was covered like many other sports, uh, complete with a sideline reporter. You said other sports, implying that the USA Rock, Paper, Scissors League is deserving of the categorization. I, I can't answer that, but I need to correct you. The USARPSL, as I call it, is defunct having died sometime between 2009 and 2014. Are you sure you don't also call it the USAPSRL? Or is that the only time you get it correct? L-R-U-S-A-P-R. So you don't know exactly which year between 2009, those five-year period, you have no idea? Look, I'm limited by the knowledge that's on Wikipedia. I'm sorry. Maybe we could play a round of rock, paper, scissors to figure it out. Before we finish this episode, Mm -hmm. I would like to address the fact that paper would never beat rock. No, it covers it. A rock would just go through the paper. How hard? Wait, how? The the rock's on the ground. The paper flutters down on top of it like a blanket. A a blanket of defeat. Do you you really feel like a piece of paper neutralizes a rock in the same way that a rock could neutralize scissors or scissors could neutralize paper? Look, I don't make the rules. I know. I would like to thank your very lovely wife for sitting this topic in. Thank you, Adina. Yep. This was awesome. Is she there? Uh, I mean, she's in the other room. I mean, I think y'all should play rock, paper, scissors to finish this out. Oh, gosh. Let's go get her. Okay, hold on. All right, we're here. You ready? Yep. We're just going to play one game. Uh-huh. Rock, wait, 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 wait. On we're going to say it. Okay, one, three, two, one. And we do it on one. No, we do it on the zero. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Go. Both scissors. Oh. Okay, ready? Okay. Three, two, one. I won scissors <laughs> paper. I think that was exactly the way I beat you. Scissors. We both did scissors, and then I did scissors to paper. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm, I am now the ultimate winner of rock, paper, scissors on this <laughs> podcast. If you want to read more about rock, paper, scissors, head on over to the website, relay.fm slash ungenius slash one 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 episode 111 
That's exciting. Wow. You can find Mike on Twitter as I-M-Y-K-E. You can find me on Twitter as I-S-M-H. You can send us topic suggestions via email or on Twitter as well at Ungeniust. And until uh, my next crushing defeat, Mike, say goodbye. See you later, loser. Bye.